Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. What if you made a hammock out of banana hammocks? Dude. All right. This is a thing that happened. It was so fucking weird. I, I, I stopped at Meyer before coming here, and this kid... You bought a banana hammock? No, no. They don't sell banana hammocks. Oh, you already have the banana hammock. They're kind of like a specialty thing, I assume. Like, you got to go to a place that makes banana hammocks. I feel like you're not just going to run make. into a banana hammock. <laughs> it's a store that only makes banana hammocks? No, but... Okay, so you know how there's the rack with just bananas that Meyer decided, hey, you know it would be a great idea to put next to our registers? Bunches of bananas. All right, so this kid in a hoodie, like, pulled over his head with, like, it, the draw, like, he drew, used the drawstrings, like, okay. hard. <laughs> like, so everything about this kid is odd, and I see him, and then he starts walking super close to me, like, like, seven inches away from, like, my side on a diagonal angle, like, really weird, as I'm going to the uh, registers, but he goes to the bananas, he just wanted a banana. And I see him pull one banana. And then he gets in line behind me super close the entire time. Did he poke you with that banana? <laughs> yeah, did he hold the banana in front of him? I don't know. I was like, did he is he going to like neck? put... Well, he, he his head was below my shoulders, so I don't think that would have been possible. Yeah, a guy's head is usually below your shoulders. What? <laughs> his penis head. <laughs> so he... Uh, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to laugh so hard if, like, he puts the banana, like, in his pocket and then, like, does, like, a I got a gun thing. Because he's got this vibe of, like, he's about to rob one of these uh, registers, except they're all self-checkout. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so fucking, like, bizarre. But also, like, he's, like, 13 or something. And we get through the register, and I'm just, like, thinking how fucking bizarre the whole time that this kid's, like, super close to me. And then... I check out. I have like four things and he's got one banana and he still checks out after me and then follows me out the building. But then he just ends up walking home. Like he just ends up walking past me, past all the cars, like just walking toward the sidewalk. And I was like, did this kid in the fucking winter walk all the way to Meyer to buy a banana? I don't think he appreciates you tallying his bananas. He just, he got one banana. Like, it was just so fucking bizarre. <laughs> I wonder how far he walked that banana. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Too fucking far. Unless, like, he really wanted to make a smoothie or something. He was just, like, one banana away from, like, the perfect smoothie. No, I don't know. All right, well, welcome to this issue of <laughs> X-Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to go over the last arc of Avengers vs. X-Men. Uh, issues... 9 through 12, and then Uncanny... Uh, yeah, Uncanny 18 and 19, uh, as those tie in, like, during 11 and 12. And also, an Avengers book, I forget the numbering, but it's uh, just pretty fucked up, really. Um, and uh, versus 5 and 6, yeah, which nothing really happens in those. All right, so, looks like we already covered it. Yeah, well, versus five and six, uh, five made no sense because the fights that happened during five, you can't really place. Um, there's one between Storm and T'Challa, and that's weird because 
it just ends in a draw as in like you know no one's the winner here and they get divorced is basically well and he's how it happens he apparently went MIA after Wakanda got destroyed he didn't he was just in Wakanda yeah but he that's what they said they're like nobody's seen him since like the Wakanda incident that's because why is she, why is she fighting him? the the fucking uh, Avengers are so f- like up their own ass that if they're not if he's not with them then he's yeah. missing but he's got a fucking king he's like he's with his people he's you not know, on the helicarrier yeah <laughs> well I don't see him <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was stupid you had the uh, angel fight there and that was really stupid too and hard to place because up until now isn't Hawkeye a prisoner so when could this have happened plus he's like fighting Angel as if Angel was still uh, Warren Worthington the third and he's not. I mean, like, you know, physically he is, but mentally he's someone completely different. Yeah. So the fact that, like, you know, they're fighting and they wrote it so that he has all, like, these Warren memories and he's speaking as if he's Warren and he's got, like, a, a dynamic with Psylocke that, that's all old at this point. Like, this is, like, how is this even possible? And then, yeah, Hawkeye's just a dick in it. More shut up from Hawkeye. No, yeah, Hawkeye. More shut up. Such a nice guy all the time. Well, yeah. basically, he just, like, he just shoots Angel in the stomach and runs away after Angel was already letting him go. Like, it's really fucked up. It's stupid. Yeah, because Angel said he'll retreat, and he was, like, yeah, backing up and to leave, but uh, Hawkeye shot him anyway. Yeah. This was some BS, because Hawkeye won against Betsy and Warren. Like, in what fucking reality does this happen? N- none. You underestimate how many arrows he has. He's got so many arrows. He got hit with the blade wings. Like, come on now. It's funny, because it sounded like you said Scott so many arrows, and he does shoot Scott with an arrow in the back of his neck yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're teasing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then versus six is basically just the fight between Hope and uh, Wanda that takes place during issue 12. Oh, I like that. And then uh, a bunch of random shit, just goof-offs. Oh, yeah, those were funny too, though. Yeah. Like the, uh, the argument between Scott and... Captain America, they were just saying mean shit to each other. Yeah, they were just, like, dissing each other. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, I guess we'll get into uh, issue nine here. Yeah. Oh, you didn't want to talk about the movie? Oh, yeah, the trailer. We just talked about that. Yeah, finally, a second trailer for X, or no, New Mutants, Mutants, not X-Force. That would be weird. That'd Uh, be dope, an X-Force movie. But that's not what's coming out. Uh, So, yeah, the new trailer for New Mutants came out, and it actually looks fucking fantastic. Uh, they nail Ileana. Yeah. Like, they really did. Good accent, actually. Which I liked. Yeah, we got uh, Lockheed. It's confirmed to be in the movie now. Really? Yeah, you can barely That's see him cool. in the trailer, but somebody like paused the frame and then sent it to... The New Mutants Twitter, and they're like, is this fucking Lockheed? And they're like, yeah, that's Lockheed. Is Shadowcat going to be in the movie? I don't think Shadowcat's going to be oh, in the movie. Oh, they got to put I Shadowcat think, in the I movie. I think Lockheed's going to be more with um, with Ileana. No. At least at the beginning. But, I mean, from what you guys sent me, this is technically supposed to be the first X-Men MCU movie. Yeah. I heard they retracted that statement, though. Makes oh. sense. So, Because well, uh, they want to see how it goes first. And then yeah. they're like, all right, well, we didn't have to- – we had editing control over this. We didn't have, like, production control. So Their, their casting for this, though, is so good. Yeah. I like – at least just, you know, from face value, they all look and kind of feel like the characters. So, yeah, I'm that, down for it. I'm not dude, a big fan of Bobby and Sam. 
You don't like them? Oh, see, I I like the Sam one, the dude from... Maybe it's because you from haven't Stranger seen Stranger Things. Things. Yeah. Because that dude, like, if you see him in Stranger Things, you can kind of see how his, he could play the character. Just look-wise, I'm used to Sam having, like, really blonde hair. Oh, yeah. And being more, like... Well, they're, they both have kind of a hickish vibe, but I guess, you know, in different ways. And Bobby, I'm used to him being shorter and darker. He was, like, tall and whitish. Whitish. Yeah, but isn't he um, Brazilian? Yeah, but he's, and they they have a he's dark, dark skin. Well, oh, I mean his his powers like, get darker. He seemed yeah. like a Hispanic fellow to me. Yeah, yeah, like a quarter. I mean, hey, this room. Let's not, <laughs> let's not insult people who have that going on. <laughs> no, I I love the casting for the because uh, Ileana though was the person I thought they were going to butcher her the most. Uh, really. I thought there's no way they're going to give her the Russian accent. There's no way she's going to get the soul sword. And oh, they gave her in both those of ways. Those. Okay. Yeah, and I, the metal arm. Do you see the metal arm? That was dope yeah. as shit. Yeah. yeah that's and pretty sweet. Now it seems like like they have the perfect Ileana. And she came yeah. out of the stepping disc, too, in the sky. Yep. I'm excited. It's going to be sweet. I don't know how they're going to do that, though. She's got like a lot of a story to her, not just mutant powers. So I don't know what they're going to do. Well, they could just be like, hey, this is the, the story of this adventure. We don't really go into their personal, like personal past, and then that can no, be like the next music. They uh, they show in the trailer that uh, through group therapy, they t- all talk about their past. Oh well, then never that's, mind. Uh, that's, what when I said. She, that's when she says, "Like that day, I killed eighteen men," and then like everybody else, like they uh, they show. I like uh, how nonchalant she was about that too. Like that was oh, very yeah. Ileana. She did not care. Yeah, but like for Sam Guthrie, they show scenes of him. Uh, in the mine, like as it's like uh, the mine he's in is like exploding, and then they show Wolfsbane, like uh-huh. her origins. So I, I assume they're going to show everybody's. Maybe not Ileana. She might just really talk about it. I I could easily see them keeping her kind of vague. Yeah, they showed the like bodies on the ground, but who knows? That could have just been editing for the trailer. Well, yeah. she's so closely tied to the X Men, like because of Colossus. Yeah. But I mean, Colossus is the is one of the only X Men that is officially in the MCU right now. But I'm wondering if they're just going to drop him though. I don't think so because he's gonna unless they drop everything else with Deadpool. Yeah. And just are like it's just Ryan Reynolds. But I think they'll like all everything. All that was a fever dream. You think he could ever have a girlfriend? <laughs> well, in Deadpool, very loosely ties into the previous. I mean, the only thing that ties in with that uh, the Fox X Men movies are uh, that scene. Uh, in the mansion, yeah, where he like opens and they're all just like hanging out there, and that could easily just be bullshit anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, they don't show Colossus or Negasonic in any of the X Men movies because time period wise, that was the old X Men anyway. Yeah, right? they they should have been a completely different cast because that's yeah. that was the nineties X Men exactly, and that was supposed to be contemporary to you know the mid two thousands. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I never thought like, about that. Halle Berry and James Marsden in that room. Yeah, so it was just clearly just another joke. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll just brought, uh, like, I mean, maybe they'll delete everything they have with Deadpool except for Ryan Reynolds, and well, he they, just went into another universe. Well, because they realized Cable is Thanos, and what are they going to do there? Well, Thanos is dead, though. And they're, I don't think they'll get rid of Josh Brolin. <laughs> right, but can you imagine, like, Cable walks up to Thor, and he's like, where do I know you from? <laughs> he's not big and purple, though, so. That's he's dope. like, didn't I cut your head off? <laughs> Uh, so AVX, issue nine, the only time you see an Avenger be a hero. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. It's, that's why Cable from the future 
Uh, he says when, like, in the future, that the only person, like, the only hero that anybody remembers is Spider-Man. Fuck, did he say that? Not in this book, but Cable says it at one point, that Spider-Man is the only person in the future that is remembered as a hero. That is fantastic. Yeah. Because Captain America sure the fuck ain't. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, That's a piece of shit. <laughs> Spider-Man, like, he pushes everybody out of the portal and is like, I, I got this. I'll take on these two gods by myself. You know, in fact, actually, before we get into nine, I just want to cover a few things that happen on the sides that I feel like are integral to the primary story. Captain America forms an Illuminati meeting so that he can talk to Namor. So this is just before the Wakanda shit. And he first gives Tony Stark shit about having secret meetings while he's calling a secret meeting. Yeah. It's really fucking weird because Tony Stark's the first one to show up in the dark room that, you know, it's just a table with a bunch of chairs in a dark room because Illuminati shit. And Tony shows up and immediately caps like, you guys and your fucking secret meetings and your fucking like to, to make to shape the world. And Tony's like, what are you doing right now? Only I hold secret meetings. <laughs> you don't get to hold secret meetings. I can be the only one trusted to hold secret meetings. Um, and then. Doctor Strange shows up, and he's like, all right, so we're just the first ones here, and they're like, yep, and then uh, Xavier shows up, and Reed Richards shows up, and they're all waiting around for Namor to show, and they're all like, Namor's not going to show up. Yeah. Or as Justin calls him, Namor. Namor, <laughs> And uh, Xavier the whole time is getting mad because he's reading everyone's minds, and he's realizing they're all blaming him for Cyclops because he was his first student, and so he clearly screwed up, and they're all thinking, like, this is all your mess. And so he's just being bitchy the entire time. Like, you're all blaming me. I can see it. You're blaming me. And it's just not fair. <laughs> he's his own man. And he does what he wants. And this is not my fault. I only kidnapped him as a child and raised him. And then uh, Reed, I think it's Reed, uh, is like, you shouldn't be reading our minds. And he's like, well, I can't help it. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> right. what? I am. And, and you're all being dicks. <laughs> and I'm out of here. I'm not taking this anymore. <laughs> and the way you're saying that reminds me of, uh, you ever watch Frisky Dingo? Uh, no. I don't. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, the main character is this big supervillain, like, monstrous guy, mm -hmm. and he's on uh, a parody of Live with Regis and Kelly, and every time he's trying to talk about how he's going to destroy everybody, they keep on segueing it into an ad for Scion TC, <laughs> and he gets all pissed at the end, and he's like, you're all doomed, and just walks off, <laughs> and they're like, doomed to enjoy the new Scion TC. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so... Xavier's the first one to leave. Uh, and then Reed is, he kind of has the uh, same stance T'Challa has, where he's like, uh, you know, you guys keep saying all this stuff, this, this doomsday stuff, but what have they actually done? Like, I'm only seeing good stuff. You're kind of being assholes. And, like, do we actually even have a problem here? So, you know, come get me when there's actually an issue. I'm out of here. Uh, he leaves. And then Doctor Strange is like, all right, well, I got a lot of preparation to do for the battle ahead, so I'm out of here. And then it's just Tony and Cap, and Tony's like, he's not coming. Cap's like, yeah, well, this is our best chance is to talk sense into the one guy, you know, I have rapport with to see if he can, like, get Scott, uh, you know, to stop being crazy. Which is crazy in and of itself, right? Because yeah. of all of the Phoenix Five, yeah. Namor is the most volatile. He is the most crazy, and he, it's why he's the one who goes crazy first. Yeah, but he's Cap's old war buddy. Exactly. So it's like, and the only mutants 
that the Avengers side with are the ones who were villains first. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, go to their side, basically. Or who kind of, like, Uncle Tom their species and the sense like, of beast me and Wolverine. Me and Namor are boys. Like, we can work this out. Yeah, he's he's gone off the deep end every time we've worked together. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Considering he's the king of the deep. <laughs> That'd be a great, like, porn nickname. <laughs> king of the deep? Yeah. He already has the Speedo. <laughs> it would just be Namor. You could tell how hurt Justin is by this. <laughs> no. Oh, there's a... Uh, I gotta send it to you later. But there's a panel um, that happens in the Uncanny X-Men that uh, Gillen does, where they have to make peace with this, uh, like, amphibious creature queen who looks like a monster fish. And so to do it, Namor just goes and has sex with her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's funny. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. (laughs) And it makes, uh, uh, what's the one chick? Hepizba or something like that? Hepzibah. Hepzibah. It makes her hot. She's like, ooh. She's all for it. Yeah. She's like, now I'm, I'm into Namor. Well, I think she's, like, based in mythology and has a lot of her own weird things going on. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, she's a she's a space cat. So, yeah, weird stuff. Yeah, what happens in space stays in space. Yeah, she's <laughs> hanging out with Beerus. Why do you think he's tired all the time and taking decades-long naps? Is this a uh, Dragon Ball? Yeah, it is a Dragon Ball thing. thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm not caught up on the super stuff. I probably never will be. It's literally anything you've ever seen past, like, Z. Okay. <laughs> is all Beerus. Uh, so, Tony leaves because he's finally like, all right, well, I'm done waiting. He's not going to show up. And Cap's like, well, I have to wait. And then, of course, Namor shows up. and Fashionably late. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because <laughs> Cap's, like, looking at a shield and then, like, well, there's one panel. He's just ref- – it's reflecting the room. And then the next panel, it's reflecting Namor's face. And Cap's like, Namor, buddy, you got to stop all this. You got to you gotta let the Phoenix go and you got to – be one of the good guys and talk sense into Scott. And I love your interpretations of other characters because they're always like this lazily done thing, but you sound like a genuine character from something else because that sounded like the uh, the asshole from Die Hard who's, who's like, John, Booby, come on, man. Tell him we know each other. Well, basically is like the tone that he has in, in, in my head. Uh, and Namor is like, hey, I showed up because, like, because Cap's like, you know, as invaders, as Avengers, as brothers, do what I say. <laughs> Namor's like, war! <laughs> and Namor's just like, because we're brothers in arms and because we have a history, I haven't killed you. I showed up to tell you, back the fuck off. Let me we- plant this corn. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's like, this is literally the most peaceful thing I've ever done. Yeah. And this is, oddly enough, been the only Avengers book I've read on the side that has any sort of direct impact or, like, ties in. Because everything else has been like, hey, so the AVX stuff is going on, but here's what's happening in Luke Cage's personal life. <laughs> you know? Like, it's... Like His the, wife is not happy that he swears around the baby. They give so little fucks about the X-Men that even in their own books that are supposed to give their perspective of the tie-in against the X-Men, they're like, yeah, fuck those guys. They're kind of like, you know, a side thing. Well, I think that's because they, so much during Avengers vs. X-Men, they only show the Avengers side of everything. Yeah, basically. 
Yeah, it's like to get the X-Men side, you really have to read their books to no, the, see how it is. Especially in these last four issues, they do everything they can to try to paint the X-Men as villains. Uh, and meanwhile, the Phoenix Five stop Sinister, seemingly. They go to Bar Sinister and destroy it, because at this point, like this is kind of the first time you see that he has an entire island of clones in a society of just him. And they've been militarizing, and he's even made clones of the X-Men. Like, thousands of, like... Uh, Jean Grey's and Cyclopses and Gambits and stuff, and the Phoenix Five just go there and just wipe it all out, destroy everything. You know, Sinister's probably banging himself. Oh, you know, straight up. He oh, is. he is. Yeah, and uh, I feel like Deadpool told him, like, "Go fuck yourself." He's like, <laughs> "Not a bad idea." <laughs> and uh, all this time, from Schism, the Hellfire Kids that Jason Aaron creates, he then has like they're sort of the background villains of Wolverine and the X Men, and the Phoenix Five stop them. So that's it's another thing that they do that yeah. the other heroes sort of didn't care about or it's, just letting happen. It's almost like they're doing good. Yeah. Like they're not a bunch of bad guys. Like and Ian Scott's even like surprised to find out, like, wait, you're the ones who made the Sentinel? Because right away when they go there I thought they knew that. No. They they knew that there were kids, but they didn't know what the kids looked like because they had the masks on and oh, stuff. Yeah. So you know, they see these kids, they, they stop a Hellfire thing, um, and then Emma reads their minds and realizes they're all fucking monsters. Meanwhile, like, Scott's, like, talking to the kid, like, hey, buddy, like, do you know who's in charge around here? Like, are you, like, wards of the Hellfire? Like, are you here against That's your... That's the same way I talked to Logan. like, hey, bud. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Emma's like, hey, Scott, you don't get it. They're the ones. They are fucking monsters. And Scott's like, oh, is that so? All right, then. And they just... Puts them in Rikers. Now they don't stay because they buy their way out, basically. Yeah, but because well, comics. Because comics, yeah. And also because rich people. But they're the only ones to do anything about it. And they don't kill anyone. It's a thing that keeps getting glossed over. They don't kill anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Until Namor goes crazy on Wakanda, they don't kill a single Avenger in all their fights. They're imprisoning everyone. And it's a thing I feel like just keeps getting glossed over. That until they really start going off the deep end, yeah, they accidentally almost kill Hawkeye, and then yeah. they bring him back from brink of death. Yeah, like yeah. they're not trying to hurt any. Their their only goal is corn. That's all they're <laughs> trying to do is plant some goddamn corn. I feel like it, they have a whiteboard set up, and it's like corn. <laughs> like they circle it. <laughs> so like he's they, like, "Is there other food?" Like they figure out how to make it uh, digestible. <laughs> So that it actually breaks down in the human body. Like, yeah, I guess we can plant some rice too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in AVX9, though, this is now after the Wakanda situation where Namor goes crazy. Um, and this is really where they start fucking up because... It's my boy Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so, so Hope is training in Kunlun because, you know, Hope training. That's all she does in this series yeah. so far. She is the immortal Iron Fist, sworn enemy of the hand. Defender to come up. Yeah. Well, not even quite, but... <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, <laughs> she she does use the Iron Fist. But uh, the Avengers return to Kunlun, and they find out that they lost Thor. That Colossus and Magic beat the shit out of them. Yeah. And dropped Bitch them in a volcano. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where they all... Like, where the Phoenix Four now really start fucking up. Is that Ilyana brought Limbo to Earth to become the pre- uh, prison for the Avengers, and that that's actually a really fucked up villainous thing to do, apparently. And even the X-Men are like, okay, now this is too far. We just watched them. They're they're throwing Avengers into volcanoes. 
This isn't cool. Yeah. And to be fair, this is exactly what Scott was saying don't do. Yeah. And then they just sort of went and did it. And then, like, even Colossus, like, he's like, uh, so, Ilyana, I kind of need some help. I gave whales legs because I thought they might like legs. I that was part of the but then I forgot they couldn't breathe on land so I well. I was a little kid. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, it doesn't care. She's like, don't worry. When we get back, we'll make more whales. Yeah. And, and she's like, if it helps, I like them this way. <laughs> yeah, they look, I think they look cool. But I like that it's not just, like, any legs. He gave them, like, lobster claws. Yeah. Um, there is a thing, too, because uh, Spider-Man is watching over Hope's training, and he's trying to give her, you know, sage advice because she's like, I'm bored. I want to hit something for real. Look, I know the I spazzed out a little bit on the moon, but I'm ready for the Phoenix. Like, because of course you are. I, I also want to point out that um, – the what Scott was doing with Hope is exactly what the Avengers are doing. Oh, with exactly, Hope now. exactly what. <laughs> yeah, and she was that was the thing that she was bitching about uh, that the X Men were doing. They yes. were trying to train her and get her ready for the Phoenix. They were doing something worse. They were trying to train her to just kill Cyclops. Yeah, and then they wanted the Phoenix to go away. Yeah, yeah, because they're hypocrites. Yes. So, uh, except Spider Man. Except Spider-Man. And he, and he tells her, and it's weird because it's like, they're all just impl- impl- implying that she's a member of the Avengers now. Like, you're one of us, kid, you know. And Spider-Man says, uh, look, I know it's crazy. We got gods and super beings and all this and hulks running around. And there's a lot of moving parts. And you just got to get in where you fit in a lot of the times. But sooner or later, your time's going to come where everything is going to ride on you. And that's why you're training, to be ready for that moment. And then he swings off, and it's funny because he's all like, wax on, wax off, don't let Johnny sweep the leg. (laughs) Well, I I love, too, she says, uh, don't be so gloomy. You act like you haven't already been through a million different scrapes like this. Uh, The good guys always win in the end, right? And he's like, tell that to my Uncle Ben. She's like, what? He's like, nothing, keep training. (laughs) Yeah. He references Uncle Ben so much in this, and he's he, like, ah, my bad. Yeah, he does. Uh, and he's sort of like, ah, or fucked, <laughs> like swinging away. Emma actually does start losing her humanity a bit. Yeah. Uh, she well, she, she did in the last issue as, as soon as she tells Namor, like, go fucking kill them. Like, go destroy Wakanda. Right. Well, she's, I, I just mean she's slipping even further. Yeah. Um, Scott finds her. She's, like, meditating over volcanoes. And he's like, hey, so this is a pretty barren place to be. And she's like, yeah, well, there's no one around for miles, and I needed some quiet. And he's like, oh, well, how are you feeling? And she's like, well, the power is a bit much because I kind of just want to keep turning everyone's brains off. So I thought maybe I shouldn't do that, and so maybe yeah. I should get away. At this point, the only people really holding the Phoenix together are uh, are Colossus and Cyclops. Yeah. Arguably, they're the only good ones in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Like, the other three know they're pieces of shit, but that, you know, they're going to follow the lead of the good guys. Yeah. I'm not sure about at this time, but Ileana doesn't have a soul. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, I have a whole bit on Ileana and Colossus I'll get into later, because it ties more into later, but yeah. You find out she was being a bitch the entire time, a, a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah and Colossus is all, also ju- uh, juggling uh, the Cinderac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Juggernauting. 
juggling. <laughs> yeah. He's in the circus. The juggling juggernaut. Yeah. Well, that's a, an issue. Man made of metal. <laughs> that's a real issue he's having because he has the power of the phoenix and he also has this bloodlust to destroy everything in the, the liking of doing it because of Sidorak. And it's like he's such a good person that he's able to combat both those destructive forces to temper it down as much as he does. Because even when he's... So what happens is the Avengers, uh, well, when the X-Men decide to leave the Phoenix 5, well, 4 now, um, Storm goes to T'Challa and says, hey, I want to help you guys. And T'Challa's like, fuck off, we're divorced. And she's like, what do you mean we're divorced? Like the high priest of Wakanda annulled our marriage. She's like, but wait, you're the high priest of Wakanda. And he's like, yup. <laughs> oh, would you look at that? It's so crazy, right? <laughs> and she's like, look, well, our stuff aside, I want to help you guys to end all this. And, you know, I know where the Avengers are being held prisoner. So they uh, form a rescue party to go to, because um, they're in Siberia. That's where she raised Limbo. So it's a giant volcano in Siberia now. And they form a rescue party to go there to take all the uh, prisoned Avengers. And when they do that, Ilyana and Colossus show up because, of course, they know they're there because demons, you know, talk to Ilyana. And they're like, hey, uh, Avengers showed up. That's kind of her thing. Yeah, it's kind of her thing. She's like their queen or whatever. <laughs> uh, and they go there and they're like, hey, so where do you think you're going with those prisoners? Uh, but they do that with, you know, more fist throwing and sword swinging. And uh, Spider-Man's like, all right, this is that moment. This is my moment to step up and make sure they can all leave. And he tells Danny, like, hey, tell Hope I meant what I said. And Which has got to be weird for Danny, right? Because, like, what the fuck do you say? <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? And uh, Spider-Man, like, creates, like, an avalanche of rocks to fall between the Avengers and himself and the uh, Colossus and uh, Ilyana, yeah. separating them. Before that happens, though... Uh, Cap tries to protect Charles Xavier, and oh, I know yeah. it's try- he's like trying to tackle him out of the way. He straight up fucking crossbodies him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um. So then Spider Man goes to take on Colossus and Ilyana by himself, and he gets the shit beat out of him by Colossus. And Ilyana the entire time is like, "Why don't you just kill him? You have the power to." And even Colossus knows in his mind that he has the desire to. But it's still fighting it. So I think I feel like like that's a perfect example of like here's a guy who's trying so hard not to give in to both Sidorak and the Phoenix. Like that he's not killing Spider-Man. But then the heroics of Spider-Man, like Yeah, they parallel each other really well with yeah. how Colossus is trying to fight off the urges to kill him and how Spider-Man is like just trying to combat the urge to give up. Like he knows he just has to keep on fighting. Yeah. And he knows um, he's not going to win. And then Ilyana and Colossus start arguing with each other where she's like, look, you're being a child because, like, you have this power, just fucking use it. And you don't deserve it if you're not going to use it. And he's like, look, I don't like what it's doing to you. Maybe I should take the power from you so that you, you know, so you're not burdened by all this power, yeah. really. I love how she's like, like, what if I just took your power? And yeah. his re- response is like, stop. Yeah. No, don't say shit like that. Stop. And then uh, Spider-Man goads it just a little further, reminding them of what happens with that power if it, you know. So then they end up fighting each other. A part of me always felt like this was a little forced, but at the same time, 
it it I, I guess it makes sense where they both also a little power hungry at this you know and then they just had enough justification to themselves for why they were doing it and they basically knock the power out of each other uh meanwhile at this time scott was talking to emma emma was like look i've have been reaching into so many minds i know where they're keeping hope she's in kun lun i know it doesn't sound like it's a real thing but it's a real thing it's this yeah they have dragons it's this kung fu dimension <laughs> it's technically heaven I guess like a kung heaven? fu heaven, yeah, kung fu heaven. Well, like they're uh, all the mystic cities like that are called the, like the cities of heaven. Yeah, but I mean like a heaven in the way that there are several hells. Yeah, and yeah. there's yeah. like clouds it's like and one stuff. of. <laughs> yeah. So, did you see Xavier using some psychic weapons or something in here? Yeah, he's got like a, a side blade he uses at one point. He's got two of them. I don't know if that's like from Strange or if he's doing that. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like, it's weird. It reminded me of X Men Evolution when he's a part of uh, Apocalypse's Horseman, and he just has, like, energy blades that he conjures. I don't know. Maybe because it's really hard to use telepathy in a cool way, you know, in fights. He cut yeah. this demon in half with it, so it's like... And we kind of glossed over Emma. She killed that person. She. Well, uh, I was going to get in, yeah, because that happens after her conversation with Scott. Because she's yeah. like, I'm I'm slipping, don't go, you got to stop me. Because after she tells him about Kanlan, he leaves to find hope. And yeah, she goes back and oh yeah, so she finds this family or this dude, and she basically knows his past from being able to read his mind. And she says, that, like in 1987, you were flying and you hit a mutant basically, and you just thought you were going to get away with it. And she kills him right there in front of his whole family. Left Presumably him dead on the gave table. him like an aneurysm or like yeah, fucked him up, made I, him a vegetable. I think it's pretty spelled out that that guy's dead. <laughs> he, his like they, eyes bleed and he collapses face first on the table. I'm just saying they don't technically say she kills him, but yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, and she kind of just goes around doing shit like that. So, I mean, I guess it was for a good reason. I guess she's still uh, just as good as Wolverine at this point. Well, yeah, there's a justification Wolverine hasn't for the ki- uh, well, Wolverine's killed like 4,000 more people. Than yeah, her, at least. He, he just kills people on the payroll, too. Like people yeah. who just go into their families, he's just murdering everybody. So Yeah. He, he what, stabs stomachs all the time. But how many times is, has he gone into a berserker rage, right? Where he wasn't in control of his, his actions, but he's actually just killed a bunch of people. Yeah. And they're not even necessarily bad guys. He just killed people. Yeah, that and the, when he goes feral and is just killing people. Yeah. Meanwhile, when a giant cosmic firebird gets all angry and then takes away any of your self-control, you know, it's yeah. your fault. Well, maybe the Avengers would have attacked Wolverine if he uh, planted any crops or gave people some water. <laughs> See, that's what they should have did. Instead of saying it was the Phoenix, they should have just... Scott Dude, that was actually... It was a berserker rage. That's why I killed Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been cool with it. Dude, that's actually one of the things uh, Reed says to them is like, look... Are you just mad that you're not going to have a place in this world if they, yeah, they don't accomplish you. what they do? Like, there's there's nothing for you to avenge? Yeah, historically, the uh, Avengers always have an issue with somebody who's a lot more powerful than them. Like, uh, with Sentry, they show up with every single Avenger on his front porch. And we're like, hey, you want to talk? <laughs> with, like, helicopters and shit in the background. He's like, oh, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> right. Yeah, they're, they're such hypocrites. I mean, they literally just did it to the X-Men with the helicarrier at yeah. the beginning of this thing. Yeah, they do it to the Hulk for years until, like, there's other people who arrive who are stronger than the Hulk. Which is funny what happens later. They yeah, launch they him into fucking space at one point. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's some Illuminati bullshit, but, yeah. yep. Um, they just have a problem with anybody who's stronger than them. 
So uh, suddenly, after they realize, oh, wait, so that means these if Colossus and Ileana don't have the power anymore, it just went to Scott and Emma, and they start seeing like a f- like light coming through the sky of Kun Lun and... Yeah, he just gods his way into the conversation. Yeah, and uh, uh, Danny Rand is talking to Hope like, I'm sorry, Hope, we're not going to be able to finish your training. And she's like, what is that? And he's like, that's what it looks like when someone rips their way through a dimension. Yeah. And Scott appears in the sky and he's like, Hope, time to come home. Yeah. And that's how... Uh, come with ends. me if you want to live. <laughs> right? So how I thought Hope could only take mutant powers, but isn't she taking like Scarlet Witch's... Is she well, Scarlet Witch is now. Yeah. At this point, Scarlet Witch doesn't. She take iron. He takes Iron Fist, or she takes his power. She takes. Uh, she takes the Iron Fist power Shao and Lao's the power. power. She does both. She takes the Iron Fist and the power of Shao Lao. Well, the power of Shao Lao is Iron Fist's power. Sort of, but she straight up takes it from Iron Fist, like later. Well, she does they the Iron Fist, yeah, because they decide that she is like that. The Phoenix is tied to Kun Lun. Right, so because she is the embodiment of the phoenix, so she is also tied to Kunlun. Like, so it's like if she can take the power of mutants, she can also then take the power of that. Just because the phoenix is tied to both, I don't know. It's honestly it's sloppy uh, because it's a mutant so, dragon. Yeah, so I'm actually gonna go uh, ten point five because ten point five takes place kind of during nine, like because ten is already the fight. And 10.5 is right before the fight. Uh, Iron Man, it's, it's, it's all about Iron Man trying to figure out, you know, what the correlation of Wanda, Kun Lun, and Hope is. And he figures out how to create a device that they can use. Uh, he kind of, do you remember what Doctor Strange did in Infinity War with the uh, Eye of Agamotto, where he just saw all the futures? The Eye of Agamotto. Agamotto, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I just thought it was like, <laughs> all right, yeah. But he uses that to see all the uh, futures. Yeah. And and see all the, like, yeah, define well, the one they win. Yeah, because he's using the time stone to look through all the different... They basically do that. Yeah, They create this, uh, like, headband thing, he and Beast, to it's put onto band. Wanda and use Wanda's probability powers to see how can they possibly defeat the Phoenix. And they keep coming up. Their highest results are Iron Man... Um, Wolverine and Thor, and they still keep losing with all of those. They keep it keeps like showing a simulation of uh, Cyclops defeating each one of them, and then they realize, oh, they didn't try using Hope, who's like right there. She just comes in the room like, hey guys, what's up? Remember I exist? You know the the whole MacGuffin of this thing, and uh, they're like. Oh yeah, I it Wanda's like it totally slipped my mind that you were a <laughs> character. So of course none of the uh, the trials we just ran involved you. So we lost every time. Makes now that sense. I remembered you're a person, yeah. Oh, that's how, suddenly we have a version where we win. Yeah. Don't don't take it personally. We just didn't care about you until yeah. now. We just gave you no value. We only took you to piss off Cyclops. <laughs> it's it's almost as if we don't care about you. <laughs> No. Yeah, we were just training you to give you something to do. Yeah. Not for anything. <laughs> we just were like Cyclops doing it, so we might as well keep on doing what he's doing. <laughs> and that's all 10.5 is, is that uh, Iron Man realizes, oh, it's Hope. 
you know, the thing Cyclops said back in issue one. Yeah, the thing that means, like, overcoming obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe try that. When you're down? Yeah. You don't, what, the one thing you're not supposed to give up on? Hope. <laughs> Like oh they and they aptly named you. <laughs> All right, so issue ten, uh, Scott is in Kunlun and he's trying to take back Hope. And right away, like Danny's like tries to do something. He's like, "You guys don't fucking get it. I'm too strong for all of you." Oh, it's funny. He's like, "Please, Iron Fist, don't make me laugh." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Bitch, sit tells up. him to fuck off." Uh, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> ben, Hawkeye, and uh, uh, who else was it? Yeah, fuck, there's one more. I, I know what you're talking they sh- about. They all show up, and Ben's like, it's, and Cyclops just shoots them all. I think it's all. Thor. Yeah, it is Thor. It's Thor, Hawkeye, and, and Ben, and Ben's like, it's, and Cyclops shoots them, and he's like, how's that for clobbering time? It was so great. <laughs> he's like, I know what you're going to say. Fuck Aunt Petunia. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I fucked your grandma. <laughs> you rock motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so... Oh, for a second that I was reading uh, my it, my notes for nine, and I was like, "Wait, Colossus and Ilyana are in this again?" <laughs> <laughs> so Emma uh, makes the X Men slaves because she starts really going off the deep end. Yeah, she's not. A, she starts getting. She's worship. not handling it well. She really isn't. So the remaining X Men, she's making kind of worshiper, and Magneto kind of calls her out on it, like, "Hey, what are you doing? This isn't." right this isn't how you're supposed to treat your people and she's all like hey remember genosha fuck you and walks away and he's like all sweating like oh man she really had me by the balls there yeah and even this like scott gets blamed for all of this when the like later when the x-men turn sides and they're like yeah fuck scott yeah he wasn't even there yeah he's in kanlan not killing avengers yeah just trying to talk (laughs) like he's well to be fair, he's not talking anymore. He's just trying to take hope back. Yeah, because they started attacking him. Yeah. But he's also not murdering any of them. And he has the power to kill every Very one of them. Very easily. Like, even Iron Man shows up, like, because he's like, what's... And then he gets hit by Iron Man. And he's like, this, what this is, is everything I got. And he, like... And then it, like, comes back to this, like, because it does the Emma stuff and comes back. And he's like, hey, Stark, leave me the fuck alone. And he's, like, all, like, fucking fried out just laying in a bunch of rubble yeah like he could have easily just finished him off there yeah i was telling him to to begin with like stop resisting you're putting people at risk like he wasn't trying to fight him he was just going to get hope yeah uh meanwhile like hope is missing on kunlun because she ran off to find uh lee kang right the thunderer uh the guy who's like kind of the head boss there yeah he's Lu kang he's not like he's not like kung lee kung he's not like a boss he's more of like a like a trainer like he just trains people right personal but that, trainer like <laughs> kung lun has but the, he's like the head personal trainer like <laughs> he's the one kung lun has kung lun has like a separate entity that's like the leader of kung lun he's right just like he's the, the facilitator he's yeah the he's like head of security stuff yeah so he takes hope into a cave like this is your last lesson yeah she calls him mr thunder yeah uh and scott's like where the fuck is hope because i got shit to do we gotta be getting out of here and then suddenly he gets shot by a fucking dragon because, you know, Shaolau the Undying. He's like, hey, this dragon once defeated the phoenix. Yeah. And then well, it, not this dragon. This one's a baby. Yeah, but exactly. Dragon, 
a lot better than this one. <laughs> That's exactly what they get into. <laughs> it's like, Shalau was once defeated the Phoenix, but not this one. Which, I think that'd be really cool because they're doing that whole uh, Avengers BC thing right now. If they got into uh, like Iron Fist versus Phoenix because they're both on that team. Yeah. So if it ended, if Jason Aaron, because it's also Jason Aaron, right? If he takes it in the direction of like, oh yeah, this is what establishes the Shalau Iron Fists uh, against Phoenix the Phoenix. Connection? Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be. But so far, the Phoenix is just banging Odin. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just it bugged me because right now Cyclops is the Phoenix, and so you, it just made me think Odin <laughs> and Cyclops are banging. How dare you? You said it, and I just, I just, it burned my mind. The phoenix is a beautiful lady. <laughs> Decides to be, I guess, sometimes. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, there, there's a thing that ends up happening because Scott shoots down the dragon. And then, fuck, Liu Kang. Right? <laughs> Liu Kang. Liu Kang, Shaolau? No, no, the guy, the thunderer. Oh, that's like Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> he does that flying kick thing, you know. Yeah, he does do that to to, to uh, Scott, and yeah. it looks like he breaks his spine. Like he's <laughs> yeah. like, "Holy shit, that was a fucking crazy kick!" And then Ryu shows up and Hidokins everybody. <laughs> but no, he's like, uh, "That's what you do, Scott. Uh, kill a, a wounded animal and hurt a little girl." And Scott's like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Because everyone keeps saying like he's gonna hurt uh, Hope, and he's like, "I'm just trying to take her away from you, assholes." Right. He's this like, whole time, to save my species. Yeah, and he's like, "What hurt a defenseless animal? It just shot me with fire. Yeah, it's with the dragon only fire. thing that can hurt me. Like, I hit it back. Defenseless animal. You you attacked me with it. Like, yeah. it's such a stop throwing dragons at me, bro. <laughs> like, it's such a weird thing that like they're trying to like turn it morally. Like, how dare you hurt a wounded animal? And it's like, oh man, everything in this book, the fucking grandstanding. They do that to Scott. Everything like. Like, they throw a rock at him, and he, like, hits it back. And they're like, hey, what the <laughs> fuck, you throw rocks at me? I know, right? Uh. <laughs> it's like, how dare you not get decapitated by my shield and throw so it? So, it doesn't work, and they run, and then hopes... He, she does this thing that I actually ended up feeling like was lazy writing, kind of, because she runs into Wanda and some of the other Avengers, and she's like, oh, no, Scott's here. and he's, This is when she uses Dragon Breath. Wanda. Yeah, she uses the dragon thing. Uh, she's able to copy Shalos' powers so they can run away. <coughs> and she's like, oh, my God, I don't know what's happening. I shot Dragonfire and blah, blah, blah. Like, that thing where the young character suddenly starts just rambling on to people about how crazy the situation is, that was... That's just I read that and I was like, oh okay, that that seemed like a stereotype. Weird that Beast is still with the team too at this point the because Avengers. he he like walks out on him a couple. He came of back ago, probably. But, yeah, but and he's like, I don't really have anywhere to go. You guys but that's sort of what he does, right? Yeah. He just gives up and then shows back up like he was he always a part of the in, thing. Yeah, like he never left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hope says some bullshit. She's like, look at what you've done here, Scott. Why would I side with monsters who destroy innocent people's lives? It's like, what innocent lives is he destroying? Yeah. He, he gave people food. He has like, like I can't stress that enough. Yet. He actually does nothing bad until issue twelve. Yeah, and even then they make him. That's the phoenix. Like that's arguably the like not like inarguably it's the phoenix. Uh, so hope then channel because Scott comes over and Wanda tries to stop him and it actually doesn't work and he's like, hey, I'm a lot stronger now. You were able to beat a portion of the phoenix power. Now I have half the phoenix power. Fuck off. Like, the, your chaos thing isn't going to work. And then um, Hope 
combines Wanda's power and Shalao's power, and she does a chaos punch that is never referenced ever in the history of comics, but they make a big deal out of it by saying the first time the chaos punch is ever used. And she punches Scott in the neck, and then he goes flying through a portal onto the moon and they even say like it takes an hour for him to recover and get back up i love her catchphrase too when because she says kill yeah <laughs> yeah uh and it, yeah, they do in such an unnatural way chaos <laughs> fist first ever usage yeah and it's like yeah and it never gets used or brought up again last ever usage yeah, she yeah. throat punches him too by the yeah, way yeah <laughs> like that's why it took him so long because he's like <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, that's the end of issue 10 is basically him realizing he needs more power and then thinks of Emma and then leaves. Yeah, Unuwate just staring at Scott. Yeah, like kind of angrily. Like, you. Look at you. Getting throw punched. Yeah, Uwate, you'll be dead in two years. (laughs) Right? (laughs) From a guy with one eye. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it ends with Magneto like going to Xavier for help. He's like, Scott and Emma, they're losing control. And still, like at this point, Scott has done nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Emma's a bit of a Emma has lost control. Well, okay. So there's a thing that happens right before Scott leaves to Kunlun between um, Magneto and Scott. But I had that because that was in 18. Because 18 jumps around a bit. There's a conversation between Scott and Magneto that's pretty great where Magneto's like, hey, Scott, you need to rein it in. This is all going too far you're starting to act like me and scott's like what the fuck are you talking about and i'm tired of hearing everyone say i'm acting like you i'm nothing like you i'm winning yeah oh it was great it was a great moment <laughs> looking at charlie sheen <laughs> i know I but <laughs> yeah so magneto just pulls some shit takes off his helmet and he's like hey he like rings up charles like trying to get in his dms <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, 11, Cap recruits the Hulk. He's all like, hey, buddy, I know that uh, we, like, we've been really big dicks to you in the past, but we, we really need we your help. We just got over the whole shooting you into space thing. Yeah. And then we, we need your help. And he's like, yeah, I'll smash for you. What would have made this so much cooler? And I know technically he's dead right now, like in this, but if he was talking to the Century, that would have been so much cooler because the Hulk does nothing after this. Yeah. They recruit him and they're like, yeah, like, what do you... He sort of hits Emma, but not really. Like, yeah. he does nothing. Yeah. If, if it would have been the Century and they had, like, a big fight between Phoenix Cyclops and the Century, that would have been fucking dope. That yeah. Dope. Especially since, actually, before this, Scott has the piece of the Void in him. Scott has... At one point, Scott takes on the responsibility of having every single evil entity housed inside of him. He has Apocalypse, he has the fucking Void, he has the Phoenix, and contains It controls them. all of them. Yeah, and everybody always just wants to be like, no. He has the strongest doing... psyche of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. yeah. Stronger than the three, like, <laughs> telepaths that trust him. Yeah. Uh, he does not, like, Jean Grey does it with one entity a couple times and dies every time. <laughs> he did not die. Uh... In fact, he shows that, like, claws don't matter when you're the phoenix. Yeah. Because like, oh, yeah. Wolverine stabs him in the face. Oh, and that, he's just like, That no. happened in uh, Phoenix, what was it, End Song or War Song when the Cuckoos had it? Wolverine uh-huh. 
sliced one of the cuckoos in the head, and it just, like, Dater's head just came back together. Yeah. Which was pretty dope. Um, and also, is... now that I'm thinking about it, fuck Wolverine. He gets in the, the Phoenix in him a, a couple years from now. Yeah. And he, he, it's just never a thing. He just never really mentions it, even though he apparently has it for the rest of time. Because arguably the Phoenix is not just, like... They overreact on the Phoenix. Yeah. The Phoenix has only only ever gone bad once and did nothing to Earth. Like, it fucked off. It destroyed another world when it ate their star. But, like, that was it. Like, it ne- it was never a, a, a malevolent force against humanity or against the Earth. Yeah, it will, and it's this cosmic force beyond good and evil. Yeah. It, which they can't accept with the Phoenix, but they always accept it uh, with Galactus. Yeah. Like, Galactus is something that, like, we cannot kill Galactus. It is something that has to always exist. Fuck the Phoenix. Oh, it's because a white man talked to him. <laughs> and Scott doesn't count as a white man in the Marvel Universe because he's a mutant, and mutants are... Yeah, I mean, technically, Galactus wouldn't either, but you always see him as what you are. No, no, I mean Reed. Oh, yeah, Reed. Yeah. Beautiful. Fuck Reed. <laughs> it's because Reed, you know, the Fantastic Four, they're the ones who bridge that gap with Galactus, and so the Avengers trust them because they're the white family. Yeah. 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 Well, the, there's the the yellowish orange one. Well, yeah. There's the I yellowish feel like they have a theme one. song. Like a he's white at heart. Happy like a Family Matters theme song or some shit for the <laughs> Fantastic Four. Uh, the but anyway, uh, so the the Hulk saying I smash for you, it just reminded me of a panel uh, in nine that I forgot to mention when they're when the Avengers are coming back. Hulk clap those cheeks. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, Red Hulk is. Um, being propped by Wolverine when they were first coming and they realized Thor's missing. Uh, and, and Red Hulk's just like, I just, I want to smash. I want to smash. And, and Wolverine's like, I know, buddy, I know. <laughs> It'll be you'll okay. Sm- you'll, you'll get to smash. <laughs> it just made me think of, like, frat boys. Like, it just had, like they had a night <laughs> out drunk, and they got yeah. too drunk and he got whiskey dicked so he couldn't do anything. <laughs> like, Don't worry, bro. We'll smash later, man. Well, all nine of us will go out and we'll find one girl that will bang us. <laughs> It's kind of fucked up. They only hit up Hulk when they need something. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they never hit him up for like Avengers golf. <laughs> and then yeah, the Avengers and X Men team up. Like the rest of the X Men who hadn't uh, gotten with him yet. Like Rogue shows up, and it's sort of like a like a field of uh, wheat or whatever. That's yeah, like, I bet it's all the wheat that the Phoenix Five plants. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they see Xavier, and it's like us glowing, like heavenly light coming from Xavier and the Avengers, like. The, they're the shining knights that you know the scared little uh you know animals that are the x-men are coming up like out of the 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 tall grass like they're all like scurrying to him like oh is it safe can we come out <laughs> like are we getting away from the evil overlords like it's such a shitty like juxtaposition that well like, <laughs> i don't know where it's coming from outside of like now emma's being a dick but like that's happening just now. Yeah, she just started to be a dick. Well, I guess dropping them, they were all pissed off about them dropping Thor into the volcano, but it wasn't really a volcano, it was a limbo prison. Yeah. yeah he's fine. And he's Thor, yeah. so it's not like they're just, you know, dropping Hawkeye into a volcano or some shit. And I, I kind of feel like if Scott saw it, he'd then tell him to undo it. Like, well, he didn't get around to being able to. And Havoc's here right now. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, You're going to turn on your brother? He's, well, he becomes a pretty fucked up character when he becomes the leader of the uh the, yeah, the uncanny, uncanny, avengers. uncanny avengers yeah uh, he does the whole like don't say the m word that's our word it's hurtful and it won't it's cap's whole 
like, like uh, oh, we got a bad public relations towards mutants right now. It's his whole mutant team just to try to be like, I'm not racist. Yeah, yeah. And then he's at hate rallies. Yeah. Oh, this might have been like right before Miss Marvel became Captain Marvel, though. I was thinking because we see her in the old suit, she's still Miss Marvel, but 2012, yeah. she became yeah. Captain. It, uh, I believe, yeah, 12 is when she became Captain. It happens Marvel. during Consequences, I think. Because Consequences sets up what the Marvel Universe kind of becomes after this. And I think she's Captain Marvel then. Yeah, this is right when a bunch of stuff kind of changing over. Like, uh, Nova uh, first appears in this. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a couple of years, they'll bring over. Does the most damage, too, out of any Avenger when he attacks uh, Scott. Yeah, he, he kind of does a, like a, still a flying space version of the uh, of the Flash's punch. I forget yeah. what it's called, but like just flies in from space and tries to tackle him. But we'll get into that later. I don't know. If, did he? Even, I don't think he did damage. No, he didn't do anything. No, no. But I'm himself. saying the but most. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of any he regular. He did the adventure. most of nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the the X Men end up teaming up with the Avengers, and then Emma really is starting to go dark. She's because with this power ampl- amplification, she's starting to be like, I want to destroy the world and just start it over. And she's like, can't you see this, Scott? And he's like, I can see it, but no, we can't do that. So it's this, like, she's trying to pull him over and like, I know you want to take the power from me. And he's like, maybe that's what you're thinking, but no, I can't do that either. Like, like it's obvious that the Phoenix wants to be a whole entity again. And it's goading... Uh, it's 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 making Emma goad Scott into taking the power, but also Scott's trying to resist it. Meanwhile, and this is where it starts to tie in with uh, eighteen, is that Scott and Emma are also talking psychically, like their their minds are working on so many different levels now that they're subconsciously speaking together, having dinner while they're also having this conversation. And then the Avengers show up to attack them. So in the moments that, um, like, because they're having this conversation and Emma's like, Xavier's here. And then it goes to, like, they're on a beach and they're talking. Again, beaches and Cyclops. <laughs> uh, Cyclops loves his beaches. He really hates them. <laughs> uh, and you find out that Xavier is actually, like, tying up their active minds so that they're fighting you know, uh, the Avengers just off of instinct, which is fucked up that the only thing that stopped Cyclops from like this, this Phoenix incarnation is his active mind. Yeah. (laughs) And he's stopping him. So like if Cyclops even were to do something in this state, it's only the Phoenix like working in, in, on instinct to defend him. Like it's, it's such a fucked up situation. Um, and Emma's resisting it better, obviously, because she's a stronger telepath with the phoenix power and so she's doing majority of the fighting but in their mind they're having this dinner and they're just talking and scott's even like look i don't think they understand just how powerful we've become maybe i gotta explain it to them again and emma's like kicking their ass (laughs) (laughs) no and emma's like how many times do we have to teach you this lesson old man (laughs) and emma's like no we're past the point of explanation they're they're not going to listen to us and uh, they realize that they need more power. And actually, this is, it's kind of a clever but fucked up thing. They're having this dinner that Emma has created for them psychically, that she's gone into other minds. Like, so they're eating the steak, and, and Scott's like, this is actually a really delicious steak. Who, where, whose is this? And she's like, yeah, I found 
this the memory of this starving homeless man who snuck into a Michelin starred restaurant and stole the steak from them. So it's like the most uh, incredible steak you can imagine, plus the hungriest person you can imagine. It must have tasted incredible. So they're experiencing that. It does sound delicious. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, okay, well, what's the uh, this glaze, the sauce on it? It's really tangy. And she's like, yeah. So it was crazy. While I was looking for the steak, right, I found this uh, cannibal serial killer. <laughs> so, you know, it's blood. <laughs> and he's like, that's disturbing. <laughs> it's like and he's butt. like, do you ever feel like this is changing, this force is uh, changing us not so uh, much for the better? And she's like, yeah, but I don't give it much thought. And it's probably a bad sign, right? So they agree that the Phoenix Force should be unified, and she's like, you can go ahead and take it, because, I mean, a queen of ashes is still a queen, right? And Scott's like, all right, well, a toast first to you, uh, my love, or whatever. And then in the X-Book, that's when you're seeing, he breaks away from Xavier, because Xavier keeps locking his active mind, and he's like, get the fuck out of my head. And then he shoots up. And that's when you see, like, he attacks Emma and then brings her down. And they're like, he's going to kill her. And uh, I think Hulk, Red Hulk says, no, he's just taking the power. So in the book, they make it look as though he's just power hungry and he's yeah, he just ripping it up. from her. And even yeah, They like, also make it seem like he's losing at full power and takes it out of desperation. Yeah. yeah that's how they made it look like. Yeah. Which, I mean, he broke Xavier's hold with his own power before he took it. So he didn't. he obviously didn't need it to break Xavier's hold. But in Uncanny, they show that it was consensual. That she's like, yeah, go ahead and take it because we do need the power unified. And then, yeah, Scott gets really angry afterwards. And Xavier forces his way into his mind one more time. And he's like, fuck off and forces him out. And because Xavier is like this, it like. This is it. This is enough. And he's like, it is. And just kills Xavier. And in that moment. Yeah. And yeah. keeps on telling him, like, stop. Don't make me do this. Yeah. Like, you're forcing me to do something I don't want. Like, stop. And Xavier's like, nah, I got you, bro. And then. Because they're still saying, like, all the atrocities you've committed. And he hasn't done anything yet. No, no yet. atrocities. No death. No. Yeah. Namor I mean, did the thing. That wasn't all of them. It was Namor. By the way, the death happens. It does come, but it comes directly as a result of all of this. Yeah. Yeah, Namor's the only one who really fucked up at this point. Everybody else just, I mean, I guess they whoop the shit out of Avengers over and over again, but that's because they keep coming to fight them. Yeah. And they they keep just imprisoning them and not killing them like like crazy, right? And here with... Like, that was Namor's one gripe, too. It's like, how come you're not killing them? Yeah, which, you know, it's funny to to bring back up. You were talking about uh, Captain America trying to talk to Namor. Like, oh, I'll talk to him and he'll talk sense into Scott. But Namor was the one telling Scott, like, no, this is war. We need yeah. to start killing these guys. Uh, before he kills Xavier, too, um, like Hawkeye shoots him in the neck with the arrow. And uh, yeah. Spider-Wolf is like, nice shot. And he's like, he's going to fucking kill me. And you're like, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. But he's like, a good shot. You're, you're, this is a crossover event and you're Hawkeye. You die in all of them. And then and Cyclops like looks to Xavier and he's like, fucking see? Yeah, that was a kill shot. He's trying to. They're trying to kill us, and then uh, Iceman's like, "Not us, just you. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit." <laughs> like everyone's just going bad on Scott, and he's like, "Dude, none of us have thrown any killing blows, and that was an like an attempt of assassination. And like, if I didn't have this power, I'd be dead." But yeah, and so he kills Xavier, and then this is kind of a great moment 
of just like showing how awesome his power is. That because then Wolverine looks to Hulk and he's just like throw me, you know. So it's fucking Hulk fastball special, and he throws him, and Cyclops without even lifting an arm or looking up, he just burns Wolverine to nothing. Just like because he's still just traumatized by what happened, and he's just and he's crying like. Like, why did you make me do this? Why is this all happening? And could have like, ended Wolverine, too. Didn't didn't kill Wolverine. Could have. Yeah, could have. Just stopped him. But, like, and then he blames Captain America. Because, of course, like, fucking, why are you happy now? This is what you've pushed me to. And uh, he goes dark. Yeah, that because uh, he, he never tried to get all the Phoenix Force. Like, when this began, that wasn't his goal. No, he, he, he didn't even want the Phoenix Force. That was another thing that keeps getting glossed over. Like, because first of all, no one knows that you could just reject the power of the Phoenix. Yeah, Jean Grey had to find that out by just doing it. Yeah, and that didn't happen until 2018. Broke up with the Phoenix, yeah. Yeah. It's not and, me, it's you. And arguably, you have to be as powerful as Jean Grey to do that. So, the Phoenix is a force that possesses you, and now you just are it. Yeah. And it has to decide to leave you, or apparently the f- it's forced out of you. Like, this is the first time it's also ever been split. So, this is all new territory. So, some like he, Scott's a person who didn't ask for power, and once he received the power, he used it to the fullest potential in the most uh, benevolent of ways. And he gets shit on the entire time. Yeah, they, they forced him to be the monster that they wanted him to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, even in this uh, book, 12, this is 12, right? Or is this... Yeah, we're going into yeah, 12. We're going into 12. So when he's talking with Emma, you know, Emma's already like bad. And he's just telling her like, stop, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because yeah. she's saying like, oh, if it was the Avengers with this power, they would have killed us already. Yeah. And he's like, no, stop, we're not doing that. And oh, and that's a that's a thing that happens in uh, Uncanny is that she starts, she tells him, oh, by the way, I'm the one who told Namor to go to Wakanda. And he was like, fucking what? And she's like, yeah. And also, because of how powers work, uh, I had sex with him in our mind. But, you know, because we're so powerful, it was basically sex. Like, we fucked. And he's <laughs> like, what? And she's like, yeah, I know. This is a lot. I'm telling you. Uh, but I do still love you. But I don't like how this is changing me. And so this is all leads into, like, her giving up. Like, okay, you should yeah. probably take the power. And this is right around the time that she's like, like, oh, you want to take the power. All I've ever done is love you. Also, send a guy to commit genocide <laughs> and fucked him in his mind. Yeah. Um, but all I ever did was love you. <laughs> yeah, and he even is like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Something's wrong. <laughs> she's like all over the place. Uh, yeah, so Tony is still in uh, Kunlun with Hope and Wanda. Because all the other Avengers are the ones fighting right now. And he realizes uh, that Hope and Wanda... And this is Marvel, are yin and yang. Because Marvel decided, oh, they're going to be opposing powers working together. What's a symbol for that? Oh, yin yangs, yin yangs, kung fu. We can make Kun Lun a part of this. <laughs> yeah. That's basic. I, I guarantee that's how like they decided, like, oh, this is where the Kun Lun stuff's going to come in. They're like, oh, we need all this fit together. <laughs> and they're like, oh, she is like the death of all mutants, and one's like supposed to be the resurrection for mutants. Yes. So, so Tony uh, realizes that when uh, Wanda, like, it, the, the Phoenix is a force of balance, and Wanda created a giant imbalance when she decided no more mutants and basically committed genocide. And uh, 
the Phoenix was like, what? Fuck that. And then the Phoenix, from wherever it was in the cosmos, created the birth of hope. So it created hope as an avatar. And then it itself is like, all right, now I'm flying there to go and manifest as a power to bring, restore the balance of what this is. So now this is Tony Stark admitting Cyclops was right. Yeah, they do that a lot. All the way back, but not giving him credit for having been right. Like, he's getting credit for, like, oh, I came up with this. And even later, like, other characters are like, oh, well, wonders never cease. Tony Stark, man of faith. (laughs) I just realized here it was uh, bullshit when they were fighting Scott. Captain America's like, Scott Summers, you are under arrest for crimes against, like, what fucking crimes? I know he d- has done, done nothing, nothing yet. He planted <laughs> corn in a like a he killed a pedophile. Area. That's all he's done. This was even before he killed Xavier. So literally, he yeah. committed no crimes except for planting corn, like without a fucking license or some shit. And who knows? Maybe in that moment too, he read Xavier's mind and saw that he wanted to fuck Dune. License, <laughs> license to corn. <laughs> <laughs> license to corn. <laughs> So, yeah. So Tony realizes uh, Wanda and Hope are yin and yang because kung fu, and uh, the Dark Phoenix is winning, but calling causing a lot of destruction around the globe. Now this doesn't make sense. I don't understand how he's fighting all around the world with the Avengers, because they're all in one spot, but then suddenly they're all around the world fighting. Yeah. What doesn't make sense to me either is that they they told Spider Man to like fuck off and go to China. Like China has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Spider-Man, if Spider-Man fucked off and was not fighting with them anymore, you'd think he'd be in New York. But for some reason, he's in China right now doing regular Spider-Man stuff. Yeah, well, because they're, they're saving people from the destruction of the natural disasters that are being caused and also the meteors falling from the Phoenix power raging. So this is what happens when you get the Phoenix super angry, apparently. It just starts destroying stuff all over the place. I feel like Hulk showed up just to get his ass whooped. Because you got punched from Sydney, Australia, all the way to Sacramento, California. Yeah. <laughs> also, all of this is after uh, Hulk went World Breaker. Yeah. And was doing essentially the same thing, but with ill intent, and nobody like holds it against the Hulk. And people were actually dying. No, they go to him for help. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, he's one of Avenger, their monsters. Yeah, once an Avenger, yeah. always an Avenger. Same thing with, yeah. they say with the Genocide Queen. <laughs> exactly what they do with the Genocide Queen. <laughs> yeah. Here we have that fight with uh, Hope and Wanda, but I wanted to throw in from the verse books, which is pretty sweet, because Captain America starts being a douche, or he's like, what are you guys doing? Because they were creating destruction. It was like Captain America level 15 in guilt trips. And then they like back down and like, all right, all right. Or Scarlet Witch is like, you know, okay, fight's over. We're not going to fight. And then Hope punches her in the face and knocks her out. It was yeah. like uh, Hope level 16 in insubordination. It, yeah. Uh, and that is what happened, because during this time, Hope starts blaming Wanda for everything. Like you should. And they start fighting, and that's when Tony sees the power and realizes they're yin and yang. But also, he already made that realization. There's a lot of repetition that happens in this story. Yeah, he just can't, seemingly f- for no can't reason. figure out what he's already thought of. Yeah, it's it's weird. Because uh, it's like they know hope is the key to winning. That's why they kidnap her in the first place. But then they forget about it, and then they realize it again. What? It, it, they parallel uh, what we're saying about, like, Scott doesn't lose it until this moment they parallel in the art of this book like the artist is like agreeing with us on this point because the whole time he has his visor on even though he doesn't need it and he says so he can like see through his like normal eyes so he doesn't 
get caught up with with the power of the phoenix. Yeah. And then as soon as he gets the full force and they make him rage, he loses the visor. Yeah. They say it themselves that now he's dark phoenix. He went dark. So the whole fucking time before this, they realized he wasn't, he wasn't dark. Yeah, yeah. He was good phoenix. Yeah. He he was the regular phoenix. And that's exactly what six point five was. The entire uh, digital issue was the perspective of Scott realizes he's got to hold on to his humanity. Otherwise, what is the point of any of it? Like, why are what connects you to the uh, the despairs of humanity and mutant kind if you don't feel that or remember that you had felt that in your own life? So, uh, it wasn't even um, the full power that made him lose it either. I think it was uh, him killing Xavier. Kind of lost his shit. Yeah, the, the trauma of having uh, come to that point. And Uncanny 19 is great because uh, it's titled The Passion of Scott Summers. And it's like comparing him to Jesus, I guess Something he's actually. Porno. Do you remember uh, Watchmen, Doctor Manhattan? Just sort of how he's a character who's almost omniscient and omnipresent. Like he experiences his own life all at once. So his life, uh, birth to death, everything that's ever happened it's to all him, the same thing. it's all the same thing. And that's exactly what ends up happening to Scott. So he's actually he's. It's not just that Scott. Uh, is so angry and that he's causing all this destruction. He's not even mentally present for most all of it because he's just reliving everything, and it, he's doing it all from like a th- like uh, an overhead perspective where he's seeing his entire life uh, falling out of the plane, meeting Gene for the first time, meeting Xavier for the first time, fighting Wolverine, fighting Wolverine in the present, fighting Wolverine during Schism. Like all like and it's cool because it's like uh you know I'm meeting a red-haired girl I'm meeting a bald man in a chair uh, I'm fighting a man with claws I'm holding the re- uh, I'm cheating on the redhead uh, or I'm holding the redhead as she dies I'm fighting a man with claws like just he's experiencing everything all at once and he's also like horrified at what's going on like all this destruction and he can't stop it or like how beast is suddenly there and beast is like uh saying like i'm right for the 43rd time or whatever like he's he's calculating everything the weight of one person like of uh of emma's body is like you know whatever kilograms and uh meanwhile like he's reading another character's thoughts he knows how many hairs are on another person's head like he's just he's seeing it's too much like he's overloaded with information while he's also fighting while the force is also causing all this destruction and then he's constantly just trying to like, like before, like this is what it looks like when he doesn't have the ability now to rein in the power and control it, where it's just all lost from him. And uh, paired with like that, the moment where he kind of finally breaks through the Dark Phoenix and he's he's like, he, he does the thing they all end up doing, like fucking kill me. Like I can't control this, end this, because it being done is better than this raging on because i don't want this to happen like i'm not in control anymore um which just goes to show the same thing that it was good phoenix before he was controlling the power and now as soon as he can't control it he's the fucking hero so yeah. kill me and and at one point like beast is there and he's like fucking beast is talking again i'm so fucking tired of this can i stop this and he's like yeah i can stop this and he disintegrates beast to nothing and then he's like wait no and he undoes it and then he's like wait did i just did I just undo that? Did I do that and undo that? Can I undo all this? Like, is it too late? Like, can I, is it possible to gain control over all this? And I actually like uh, this one part 
where he ends up fighting uh, because he 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 sort of like as all this is happening, he expands into infinity. Also, like like the Earth becomes like nothing to him; it becomes tiny, and uh, he's fighting Wanda and Hope now, and he says. I feel words form in my mouth. They sound like me. They sound like me as if I were an angel. And what remains of me thinks Lucifer was an angel too. Paralleling that with uh, issue 12 though too, with how like strong like powerful he's become. When they're fighting him, Cap yells like, Avengers, take him down. And he's got like the most badass line where he says, take him down. You would have a better chance of stopping the sun by throwing pebbles at it. The phoenix is beyond your power. Yeah. It's, there's so much great dialogue in this. And also, just in terms of, like, it's the book of shut-ups. Yeah. <laughs> is that, that's, there's like, the so first thing he says shut-ups. after, like, he kills Xavier and everything. Is like, I think uh, Cap is saying something. He's just like, shut up. And then he, he goes dark. But he fights... Uh, he fights Wanda and Hope, and Hope uses the power of Shalau and and Wanda to take the Phoenix from him. And it's like in that moment he realizes, yeah, of course, it was fucking. It was all about Hope. Yeah, Iron Fist like that's my girl, which was weird. Well, yeah, it's like how long you know her? A week? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, in uh, right before that moment too is the one we were alluding to earlier, where Cyclops is like floating in the sky and Nova flies in. Yeah, tries to tackle him down. And uh, uh, Cyclops just like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm kicking your ass. And then and he's like, okay. in the ground. He's just like holding him up, and he's like, I don't think you were, man. <laughs> like, duh. Yeah, it looks like he effectively yeah. just hurt himself with that. Yeah, pretty much. Like he yeah. just tackled himself into the earth, and then Scott's he just does like that a lot. If uh, you read Nova, like who, Sam Alexander's, does he Nova belong role. to you guys? Yeah, right. <laughs> Is he one of yours? But Sam Alexander's Nova does that a lot. If you read his books at all, like he, most of the scenes are just him crashing in. He ground. does that at the beginning of the series. Yeah, that's his it's kind not, of his thing. Isn't he nigh invulnerable when blasting them? Uh, essentially, I mean, he can still kind of get hurt. It's not. It's kind of like Cannonball, but not as much. So Hope gets the power of the Phoenix. Um, and she becomes like a white phoenix and she goes around and she does she undoes everything scott did so even the destruction scott did as the phoenix gets undone yeah so lives lost whatever like if there even were lives lost because they don't actually show anyone get killed or anything which but it kind just of implies that she purposely left xavier dead a little bit <laughs> yep a little she, bit she knew this was a pedophile so because later uh Catherine america even says that hope undid everything you did that you caused with the the power of the phoenix she undid it so what you know which makes sense because she was always meant to be the fucking vessel of the phoenix yeah his kind of scott's whole plan the whole time yep and honestly scott's plan was only for her to become the phoenix and then you figure out after the fact like okay we just need her to become the phoenix and then we figure out what to do afterwards but we know that much is true that that has to happen and it i mean it doesn't say he killed people but does say there was blood on his hands so yeah, well, Xavier's. Cause All he, the blood, it says. All okay. of Xavier's. Well, he also says in the Uncanny book, uh, or I think it might have been, because uh, the fight's happening between both of them, uh, that when he gets hit by uh, Hope, that he feels all the breaths ever taken leave his chest, like, of anyone. So there are lots of... Uh, Alls. E- exaggerations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so... 
she takes the power and undoes all the damage. And then she's like, I'm I'm the White Phoenix now. I can do all the stuff. And Wanda's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to be the White Phoenix. You're the Phoenix vessel because you're the person who can let it go. And uh, together they release the Phoenix. And that brings back mutants because the power, it dissipates around the world and just you know magically you start uh, yeah, witnessing again. mutants being born they say no more phoenix yeah but you know yeah. how long did that yeah. last way to br- call back your genocide yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but like that goes into what i was saying about spider-man he's just in china like hanging out trying to rescue a bus yeah <laughs> <laughs> and a mutant flies out of it yeah <laughs> so he's like hey something's going on here but they, they go to the uh step for cuckoos who are using cerebro yeah. at the gene gray school and they they just see uh, like the whole board highlighting. Yeah, it's like oh shit. The are back. Yeah, you know like Scott called. What you so, said that made it sound like it was a living bus, like Thomas the Train and shit. Like he's rescuing the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, S- Scott uh, wakes up and like he remembers killing Xavier. This happens in the Uncanny book. I just realized they made his handcuffs out of ruby quartz too. That happens later. Yeah. Um, Scott wakes up. He's kind of in a tent. Um, and Beast is there, and Beast is giving him shit. Uh, and Beast lets slip that there are new mutants. Like, cause he's like, "Are you happy with yourself, Scott? Because now mutants are hated and feared more than ever, and like these new mutants are gonna have to deal with that." And he's like, "Wait, did you just say new mutants?" And yeah. and also, how do regular people know it was a mutant thing going on? Oh, because of fucking PR. <laughs> yeah, like... Captain America was spinning that story hard. Because of uh, all anybody should know is like we got food and water and peace well, between they knew, nations. They knew that that was a mutant thing because Scott was making it known. Yeah, was, he, they know that the good things were, but then the oh, all the destruction. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were like, oh, it's the Phoenix, and if the Phoenix gave you all that good stuff, it gave you all that bad stuff. I mean, it was also the Phoenix that then came back and then fixed all that bad stuff. But you know, bad Scott, it's all his fault. Yeah. I feel like Captain America was doing commercials and shit and hate rallies. He was hosting them himself. <laughs> you know yeah, what? I'm, I'm picturing that, uh, you know, Spider-Man, how he does all those green screen. He's like, yeah. like uh, in front of the camera, which is the green screen, he's like, Hello, welcome to your after-school special. Mutants are bad. <laughs> uh, so, he... Uh, so you made it through to be- Avengers vs. x <laughs> He's talking to uh, Beast... And he's like, wait, did you just say there are new mutants? And Beast is like, what are you talking about? Uh, you're, you're crazy. He's like, no, I didn't say that. No, what you talk about, <laughs> basically, basically. And Scott's like, no, fuck it. You fucking tell me now, are there new mutants? And like he starts yelling at him. And he's like, yeah, there are new mutants. And he's like, I fucking knew it. All right, I don't care. Throw me in prison forever. I would have done it all over again. <laughs> fucking, it, it happened. He's like, that was right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And that's when he leaves the tent and he does the, the X with his oh, arms yeah. while he's Great in Great fucking image. Yeah. How did he do the X with his, because at the beginning of that, he has the. Different book. No, no it's a different book. It's all right. Because I was like, he's got the. That's why I was talking. <laughs> he's like uncanny. Because he was. Because <laughs> no, no, no. To make because that. they even bring up that like, I hear they're making. He, he brings up, I hear they're making a special helmet for me. And that's the helmet he gets. So like, this is actually. lame looking helmet. I know. Bug guys. <laughs> His helmet's so much cooler that has like the part that opens in the middle. Yeah. Uh, well, that's. 
that's happening in Uncanny 19. So, like, he's in a tent and he's being transported to a prison. So, this is technically happening moments before yeah. uh, 12 of AVX. They never put Jean in prison. I mean, they tried. Well, she committed suicide. <laughs> they well, tried. She came back to, they should have put her in prison there was, she came back. There was well, a aliens. whole trial. Well, a, the aliens <laughs> tried. Yeah. Well, the uh, X-Men defended her. Xavier yeah. defended Xavier, her. Xavier, yeah. Xavier uh, there was another volunteered trial the X-Men to die. Oh, yeah. There was another different. trial when she came back. Because he's like, <laughs> I still didn't get the fucker. <laughs> yeah, right. Got to keep her alive. <laughs> but hey, the jetpack's fixed. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, so... So Cap and Wolverine, they're assholes to Scott because they show up in his cell and they're like, yeah, so you're a real piece of shit and you killed Xavier and good thing Hope was around to fix all the damage you caused because boy, were you an asshole and we were right the whole time. I mean, technically you were right, but we're not giving you the credit for that. And uh, uh, anything you want to say, Wolverine? He's like, nah, nothing I need to say. He's a piece of shit. And (laughs) Scott's like, yeah, so there's new mutants, huh? (laughs) <laughs> yeah how about those new mutants <laughs> and he's like how do you know about that and he's like uh little bird told me you yeah. see captain america's themed cup though a furry bluebird captain america's got a coffee mug over here with the with stars on it yeah, yeah. with Imagine his it. own logo <laughs> yeah, like what an asshole <laughs> yeah that well, just shows how much he's into the whole pr thing he probably wears well, captain he's selling america. Him public. <laughs> <laughs> he probably wears captain america shirts that he bought from like target I mean, he, he wears this on his off day. Like I mean, technically, his whole shirt. uniform is like his merch. Yeah. yeah. No, but he he specifically like goes to Walmart and buys the Captain America shirt just to wear. <laughs> yeah. Just on his days off, he's yeah. got the the cheap ten dollar Walmart one. Yeah, and, and yeah, Hope uh, got the jetpack again somehow. Uh, maybe he had a second one. Yeah, I assume so. <laughs> and she flies, and there's a little flower blooming. So he's letting you know yeah. Hope's alive, and that's the last time she's ever relevant. Yeah. Well, until now. Until now. she shoots out Cyclops' eye. Well, even then, she's not really relevant. She's just there. She's a, a mutant sense. tagging around. But, but now she's the facilitator of uh, the five. Yeah. yeah. But so. still, I love Hope. I wish she was around more, like, in a book. I really like that cable run with Hope. Yeah. But uh, they, as uh, Cap's, like, scolding Cyclops, telling him, like, you did a bad thing that you were right about the entire time yeah he's like he's like was it worth everything and he's like do you even know how the phoenix works man like for there to be rebirth there has to be destruction yeah like and also like maybe not because you kind of forced my hand on everything yeah like you we guys... could have just gave it to hope because we already had the destruction of when this bitch killed all the mutants yeah the destruction already existed it was only going to be rebirth but you know yeah, Scott was like, uh, I think he said something about those mutants, and Captain America's like, don't try to make this out to be a good thing. <laughs> it's not. It's like, yeah, you kind of caused an entire war where like you could have just let Hope get the power of the Phoenix, and then we could have figured this out together. Because if you think about it, he right? He literally killed one man for the resurrection of a species. Yeah. <laughs> so and one man sad. that was arguably an asshole. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. And he was asking for it. He kind of, yeah. He was like... <laughs> I'll put you down. You put me down. He's like, I'm really telling you, man. Again, back to what we said before. The when you're wearing like a uh, vest full of knives and somebody's trying to hug you, <laughs> arrogance gets you killed. That's basically what he did. He was so full of himself. Xavier's like, oh, I'll stop you. Yeah, he Watch tried me. to make Cyclops bow down to him. Yeah, yeah, got killed for it. Piece of shit. Yeah. Speaking of something you'd kill for, we have shirts that you would kill to get your hands on. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, go to our merch. Public. We have shirts. We have coffee cups. We have uh, phone cases, laptop cases, 
zip up hoodies, unzip up hoodies that are just always one piece. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're like just a single thing. It's like a zip up hoodie missing a zipper though. No, it's just open all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, it's just connected. It's it's a uh, jacket basically. Yeah. All of a really <laughs> dope logo. Yeah. Yeah. Go shop our T Public. Uh, go check our Facebook. Uh, like the Twitter page. Everything is at Maxman Podcast. Yeah, that's for today.